Welcome to Haunted Horizons Ghostcast, where your hosts, Alison Oborn and Kag Allwood, will share their experiences in some of the most terrifying and haunted locations in Australia and overseas. So turn the lights off, relax, and enjoy. All right, here we are again, Keg. So what episode is this one? We had to look that up, didn't we? Well, yeah, I was trying to work out that we didn't know. But actually, just, yeah, we've lost track. I know. Where did that time go? Wow. So number nine. And for number nine, we are heading off to the UK. Wow. And we'll get into that one soon. So I believe, Keg, that this episode, when it goes out, is going to be, if I'm correct, the 23rd of December. So where does that take us? Just before Christmas. It You're does. going to be really embarrassed if this one doesn't come out to New Year. I know. So if this one comes out in the New Year, we do apologise. Merry Christmas anyway. Yeah. But Merry Christmas to everybody. And thank you for all the support and all the listening people that have given the podcast a try. Even more so the ones that are continuing to listen. You've had some good comments, haven't we? We have. We've had some very positive comments. And don't forget, there is a video version. And that video version is for the membership. So so membership. And that membership is available on Spotify for the video. For the video people, you you will know why we're we're giggling. We're We're laughing and giggling at the moment. We may have others in the studio mm-hmm. all right well we're going to get into the other we've got a christmas present for everybody we so have so, but not one that you have to unwrap though no no but it's a bit of a treat it isn't is. it for christmas so uh, we've got two guests in our studio amy and jared from amy's crypt so yay! i could do the special effects but they're not very good merry christmas. merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas oh <laughs> merry christmas indeed that's a great thing. So, and what, what are you doing for Christmas, guys? Obviously not travelling, so spending time with family. and Yeah, just yeah. family stuff. Nice Taking to be grounded easy. for Christmas. Yeah. You're taking a break as well, aren't we, from posting videos yeah. oh, that's for a few good. weeks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't be. Well, I, I, I don't do that. Because so. we don't, we're not YouTubers. So. No, we're but not YouTubers. But because if we've only got a YouTube channel, we have to keep working hard. And... We do putting things on we do so we'll yeah we'll carry on well i don't i just yeah. leave elson to do it yeah and then just take any praise that comes along <laughs> later on so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about one of the places uh, we met up with you in england didn't we of all places oh shit yeah better rephrase that and i before before you're not very good i don't because somebody that was hey hang on hang on no 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 i will correct myself we did meet up in england true true we did uh, so technically i haven't said where we're going to talk about keg i just said we met up in england and we that did. Is true. We did meet up in England. Thank you. Can I just Thank say you. though? Can I just say for somebody that was born and bred in the UK, your your um, what's the word I'm looking for? Geography? Your direct your geography is absolutely crap. It is because you've got the Scottish English side mixed up, and now we are supposed to be in Wales. Yeah, we also met up in Wales, didn't we? We, we also did that, yes. 
Mm-hmm. And we actually met up, first of all, at the Skirid Inn, which is one of your favourite places, isn't it? It is. There's so much history. There's so many ghost stories and it's such a cool, cute little pub. Really, really cool. But it's also where we came up with the idea like, what, four years ago? maybe five years ago for Ghost Tube. So it's pretty, it's sentimental to us. Yeah. I think it was also one of our first cool locations that we had to ourselves that we had rented out. So the Skiridin, the history of the Skiridin. And you've covered a lot of the history, haven't you, Amy, for your episodes? Yeah, we did a bit of digging. Uh, found out it's actually quite old. Has a history with executions, used to be used as a courthouse. A lot of uh, grisly tales there. Mm-hmm. So it was built in the 17th century? Yeah, mid to late 17th, 17th century. But was there anything there before? Um, I think that we, isn't the talk that there wasn't something else there beforehand, another pub or something beforehand. But the I don't think the door, which is something I know that you liked, Amy, in particular, was the, the original. It's not actually the original door because that dates back. 1500 years yeah imagine if it was just a door there before they built a pub the door just stays no you didn't come through the door i don't care just come through the door i did do that i don't know why i did that but yeah just, that's that's an old door it the door is door. epic because it's been yeah. dated carbon dated hasn't it 1500 years old yeah reckon that is yeah mm. It's amazing. So it's claimed it was used as a court and a place of execution and possibly 180 people were hanged on the staircase. That's a lot. Ooh, that is a lot. And that staircase, uh, it, it, they've, they've still got the original hanging beam, haven't they? Yeah, if you run your fingers on it, you can still feel the grooves of where the rope would rub. Because it's not at the top now. No, they've moved it, yeah. They do have one at the top, but it's just a replica, but the actual original one's at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a, I don't know how safe it is, but they've got a rope there, haven't they? Hangman's noose. Yeah. <laughs> they do. It's a liability hazard still... a bit, isn't it? <laughs> hey, you can get away with that. It adds a little something special. It's also, adds to those it, insurance premiums. It well. does. <laughs> it also, it's very good, though, if you want that nice slow motion picture about the, the rope swinging uh, yeah. when you B-roll. That's pretty cool. It is. It sits in the, obviously in Wales, in the right. mountains there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful setting. It's a, it's a little town around it, isn't it? Yeah, and they've got a, like a local, um, I don't know, chapel church and graveyard as well. Yeah, and next we walked door. to actually when we met up there. Oh, we did. Yeah. We did walk did. We went way. looking for a specific person, which we'll talk yes. about soon. Mm-hmm. So the Skirid Inn is named the Skirid Mountain Inn, like its full name, because of the mountain that sits right near it. And the Skirid Mountain... There's some sort of biblical tale with, uh, you know, when Christ was crucified, the mountain split open and even the sort of logo and the signage for the pub, you'll see that mountain getting struck by a lightning bolt. Now, you found something interesting out as well, Cag, didn't you? That I, I did. I don't think we knew. I don't think you knew either. No. I us. never knew this, no. No. So I was doing some research on the history um, again, and I found the opposite the Skirid Inn, there was a prisoner of war camp. Wow. Um, the land was originally used um, to grow food. And they've actually had people, the archaeological, say. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> um, to go in. They've actually found pottery back to, uh, dating back to the medieval times there yeah. as well. 
Uh, but supposedly 1943, the Allies um, captured Indian and German servicemen in North Africa, mm. and they sent them to rural camps in the UK. So they would work on the land, they'd work on roads, they'd work in um, quarries. Mm. So, yeah, so that was there for quite a while. In fact, some of them eventually stayed once they were released. Okay. Obviously, you're saying there's medieval pottery found there when they were doing that. So there must have been a big history there in that area, even before the Skiridin. Yeah, they've got to have been. I think it was, um, wasn't it a walk through from certain areas of Wales where they obviously, that's mm. probably, re- that's the reason why they always put a pub in a certain place mm. because people would walk through or, or get a, a horse or whatever going through from one area to another. So it would have been one of these landmarks on the way. For a long way, yeah. So with these hangings, and if I remember rightly when I was looking into the history, and I don't know if you found the same thing, Amy, it kept coming up that they couldn't prove that there was all these executions there. There was no written record, is that correct? Did you find the same thing? Yeah, I think there's a lot of contention around the history with... I think it was definitely used as a courthouse. Yeah. The hangings and the executions, has that become folklore over time? Because, you know, even delving into a bit of the ghost folklore, some people say there's a certain judge who haunts there. But then a lot of people say, hey, that judge never actually presided in that courtroom, Mm. was not actually associated with the Skiridin. So I think some of the execution law is sort of the same. But the the beam does, the original beam they've got there does seem to indicate there was a lot of rope use because you can actually feel the rope burns on it, can't you, the Mm. grooves. For sure. Now, whether that was used for taking heavy items, you know how you heave it up with ropes up the staircase. But you'd think there's a pulley for that. You would think, yeah. It's not like the stairs are that it's not no. a super tall building. No. If I can so... carry our two suitcases up there, anyone can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I think I brought up your gear when you arrived too. You did. There you go. Yeah. So he, he was a gentleman. He was, was an absolute gentleman. gentleman. I do wonder where the stories come from, if they, you know, just came out of thin air or there is some legitimacy to them. Because, yeah, where did the beam come from? Mm. And that's a lot of hangings, you know. And and not only that, at the end of the day, you usually find stories come from somewhere. Somewhere back in the midst of time, there seems to be a basis for these stories starting and going through histories. Actually, you did just touch on it there, Amy, so it might just lead us in nicely to who is it? Who is it that they think is haunting the Skiridin? So there was a very notorious judge, John Jeffries. He was known as the Hanging Judge, uh, existed in Wales and I guess was one of those people who was known very prevalent in getting people executed. So naturally, you know, if there's so many executions done at the Skirid Inn, was he part of that or did his name just kind of get pulled in later with the folklore to give a bit more emphasis on how much death did occur there and add to that story and the folklore and the hauntings? Or was he actually associated with the security? And there's a bit of contention there. Yeah. But it was interesting because later on in the night, and I'm just going to bring up Judge Jeffries, John, we did 
actually get the name John while we were doing the Estes. I think, I th- and we'll talk about the rest of what happened on that investigation when we all did it. But when you were on the Estes, if I remember rightly, the name John came out. And at first we're going, oh, I think it was you, Jared, that said, I think John means something. So you'd yes. obviously heard of it. Yeah. You said Amy, but there's two Johns. I will admit Amy's good at remembering all the names yeah. of history. There's actually I'm two more Johns. Of the, uh, I think that sounds relevant. Yeah, so. and he said it at yeah. the time, and yeah, yeah. it turns out, yes, John Jeffries was the judge there. And there was a John that was executed, John wasn't Crowther, there? he was yeah. executed um, because he stole the sheep, probably because he was absolutely he famished hungry. and his yeah. family was starving. Yeah. Uh, but he lost his life as well. Yeah, so John was quite relevant. Like, Jared knew it was relevant. He just couldn't at the time think of why at oh. the time. But it was interesting. We did get John coming out. You've talked about the judge and the – well, there's a shadowy figure seen around the place, which is special on the staircase, which I think you said was supposed to be associated with that judge, the hanging judge. But there's other ones there, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you've got the judge hanging there – you need the hangman. So, yeah, allegedly the dark shadow figure, hangman, people get uh, rope burns appear on their necks around the staircase, which is pretty sinister. You've already mentioned that uh, one of the the more prevalent, more known executions, John Crowther, I believe he was the last person to be hanged at the Skirid, allegedly, just for stealing sheep. He's also said to remain there. Then you've got a priest, Father Henry Vaughan, who hangs around uh, usually I've heard he's more downstairs in the pub area and then maybe one of the most famous ghosts there, Fanny Price. She was a former landlady, sort of hangs around the upstairs uh, rooms and past of tuberculosis. So oh, there's wow. yeah. a number of spirits there, a lot going on. And that's that's where we went to the cemetery, wasn't it, Big T? Because Fanny Price is actually a real person. Yeah. It's not just to say so. It's She is a real person. We actually did find her tombstone, didn't we? Yeah. We yeah, yeah, found the whole family there. Yeah. So yeah. And and at least now we knew it was backed up with fact. And we she's buried next door to the to the pub. What sort of encounters were people having? What what made people think it was haunted? One thing that I was hoping would capture when we went there was glasses moving around downstairs. Apparently that's a thing. And people have heard glasses moving or have seen glasses moving on the bar downstairs. Unfortunately that didn't happen for us, but that is something that people have reported numerous times throughout the history of this place. You had already set up glasses, hadn't you? I remember when we came in, you'd already set up a glass and I think there was a ball on top yeah, of it. Yeah, there was cat balls all over Yeah, and we were, hoping, <laughs> we were hoping that that glass would like yeah. scoot across the counter there, but obviously not. I would have not. loved if that happened. For Jared and I, we that was our uh, second or, or third night that we had spent there. And, you know, poltergeist activity is said to be very common. Something that happened for us we never actually saw, we just sort of noticed or we heard the noise of doors moving. That would have been really cool if we actually saw it or yeah. managed to capture it on camera. But people, yeah, they've seen the shadows, they've heard footsteps, they've heard voices, uh, they've smelled things like perfume. Uh, things have been sort of moved around within people's rooms because they've got the three different accommodation rooms you can spend the night there. So yeah, there's a lot going on at that place. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of reports. Not only that, but we had phantom toilet flush. Yeah, you did. And it wasn't, so it was in the male's bathroom downstairs and it was a urinal, but it wasn't um, a modern urinal with a sensor. So it was a pull to flush sort of mechanism. It was a manual mechanism. 
could just be bad plumbing, but. I saw, but here's the interesting thing is, yeah, I watched that on your episode, which by the way, it's up on YouTube now. I gather that's where I watched it. So must be, but go and have a look at this because it goes off two or three times, doesn't it? And I don't remember it going off it when did, you guys were there, did it? No. No. And that's what I was about to say. In that whole episode that we made, two-parter, it never went off once that right. that night. So that's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. trust us to have a friggin' toilet flush. <laughs> it always yeah. happens for us. It always, it always circles us. back yeah. to the toilet. When the spirits got to go, they got to go. <laughs> that one obviously had to go several times. But actually, I don't think we did a good job in our video of showing it, but we actually did look at the ceiling and there was no sensors. It was a complete yeah. manual uh, mechanism, not a... Uh, electronic one so but if it was glitchy as well you would have thought it would have done it the following night you guys it would have been a constant thing it would have been happening over and over so so you can add that to the list of things that happen there now these questionable things what is it with ghosts and toilets don't you have a theory about the water and well there's well things always happen to me in the bathroom or the toilet as weird and embarrassing as that is but I'm like, maybe it's the, you know, the metal in the pipes or maybe it's the water. I don't know. Well, it's interesting because to back that up is when I was doing 30 odd years of research, when we were doing private homes and we were getting called out to private homes over and over again on these investigations in the homes, the amount of times people were reporting most of the activity was around the bathroom. So they'd be having showers and they'd see a figure going past or they'd have something happen. It always seemed to be around water areas. Not phantom smells, I hope. No. <laughs> well, they didn't admit they didn't admit to those. But definitely water-based. So again, it's very interesting, isn't it? That you yeah. you're having this you're finding the same thing when you're just doing your investigation. Yeah, but some of our venues are the same. Yeah. Adelaide Arcade, Zedward. Toy- haunted toilets mm. at the Adelaide Arcade. Zedward, and maybe it's yeah. the mirrors as well. Yeah. It's a place where generally mm. there's usually always mirrors. a mirror. Mirrors That's well. a good point, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Portal to the other side. We went to Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Supposedly haunted Supposedly toilet. to haunted toilets there. Was that haunted or haunted for other reasons, the bathroom at Bobby Mackey? I'm not quite sure <laughs> was anything one. like the rest of the floors there. <laughs> We've heard about that one. Yeah. It was an interesting place. It was. Well, we might do Bobby Mackey's another time. I think we should do. We, we haven't got anything to report, but it was one of those. But, yeah, no, it's interesting about the water that you said. And what is it about the rooms when we got there, CAG? They'd already been sorted out. Oh, they had. And Jared and who was having which room. They had. We got there, which was our night, by the way. All right. These guys were just freeloading that night. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Can I just say, actually, you no, know, they but- just wanted to be. With famous YouTubers. Oh, they did, yeah. They, did. they, wanted, they wanted to, to be bask. famous YouTubers. They wanted to bask in our glory with yeah. our YouTube channel. All right. And what was it, Amy? Sorry, you were about to say there? I think maybe <laughs> you're still sour about the room allocation. <laughs> Do you reckon Keg might have a... Well, she got the fanny room. I got fanny's room. <laughs> so... Which is so appropriate, really. Yeah. We thought you would have liked that room. Hey, you know what? Actually, you two got the most haunted rooms. Yeah. So we did you a favour. <laughs> Actually, they did do us a favour because they got steps down to their toilets and there's no way I could have done steps during Same. the night. Can you imagine me if I stumbled out of bed? Yeah. And- 
because it would have broke your neck. Just to give people the picture of this, because obviously not everybody's going to see videos. The picture of this hotel, very old, but the three rooms upstairs are very old as well. And the one that Amy and Jared have, or had, who chose and settled themselves in, and there was no in getting them back out again. They didn't trench themselves with their little <laughs> nails and I'm not leaving. <laughs> but they had the very odd bathroom. Yes. Which had a staircase going down. Yes. And that's what that was supposed to be part of the courtroom, wasn't it? Or the court. It was the old uh holding jail cell. So you know, you're welcome. <laughs> so we had to go downstairs to go to the bathroom and then back upstairs to get back into our yeah. room. It's a really weird setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you have anything happen in that room at all during the nights when you were there? Not so much during the night, but we did a ghost yeah. box in there and we got a really cool response come through and it said, I like the Australians. Yeah. Oh. And we're yeah. like, yes, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually in the bathroom, not the not the room. So, right, yeah. where the prisoners would have been mm. held. Oh, so that cool. Was that's cool. So we got given, you got Fanny's room. I did get Fanny's room. Now, Fanny's room <laughs> was fine because you had to go down the stairs before you went into the bathroom and the bedroom. So that was okay. So during the night, I wouldn't have broken my neck. No, no. And I had the big courtroom. You did. We made sure Alison's room had no stairs whatsoever. <laughs> we know her history. Just to be safe. Yeah. So it was actually really well planned, wasn't it? Really? It was. So we'll let you off. We'll, we'll let you off. off. We're, we're accusing them of stealing the room, but really they put a lot of thought into what would they be best had. and what we would like the best. Exactly. I can see that they did that. Exactly. We care. <laughs> they care. I think the only thing I had in my big room during the night is the door opening. To the cupboard? There's a big cupboard in there, isn't there? Like a... Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Oh. I didn't put that in the episode, but I did. That's be- interesting. Because I yeah. didn't film it opening, and unless it, I film it, it doesn't happen type of thing. But, yes, no, I got up in the middle of the night to find that it had opened at some point in the night. Frustratingly, we heard a door open, and we concluded it ended up being that door in your room. Um, obviously, we didn't catch that on camera either. That was during the day while we were... Um, in our room, we heard a door open, and because we, we had all rooms booked out, yeah, we knew that there was nobody else up there, yeah, and we concluded it was the the door in your room. So we mm. had, yeah, we had the door to our own room open whilst we were in it during the day, and we heard a door open, which could have been that door, or it could have been the cell door on the staircase. Mm. Um, but yeah, the cupboard had definitely opened during the time that we had entered that room and then left it empty. The reason why we took notice of the the cupboard being closed is because the owner of that place, we have seen in other videos, them commenting specifically on that cupboard. Ah, okay. And so I made an effort of actually taking notice whether it was opened or closed when we first arrived at the location. Well, I, I know that I'd heard that as well from somewhere, so I had made sure it was shut. And then I got up to go to the loo in the middle of the night and... It was open. Mm. That's so, cool. I didn't know that. And it's not so it's good. not something that swings either, I noticed. No. It, it it does shut quite securely when you shut it. I was just hoping that Fanny didn't join me in bed. That was all. <laughs> in my room. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> You said that. This is the worst episode to do. Okay. Talking of, 
those and talking of my bedroom mm. and talking of first arriving mm-hmm. I had a bit of an incident you did you had a bit of an incident which do you think these people should turn off while I tell it oh maybe they should so we here we do like to tell little funny tales and <laughs> Jared and Amy were part of a funny tale. In fact, two. I'm going to tell another one later. In fact, we're going to discuss one where they were actually in the room for it a bit mm-hmm. later, aren't we? Yes, we are. But this one, so we'd arrived mm-hmm. and we decided we would settle ourselves in. Yeah. So I went into my room and I said, look, I just need to have a little sleep because we'd driven a long way. It'd been a yeah. long day. And I said, it was about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I said, look, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going to have an hour's sleep. And then we'll have tea and then we'll get on with the investigation. And of course, what happens before you go, when you freshen a room keg and you're going to kind of settle down, what do you do first? Uh, normally, before, if I'm going to have a nod, mm. I'll go to the toilet first. You do, don't you? Yeah. You go and kind of make yourself comfortable, been a yeah. long journey, first place you go, toilet. Mm. So that's what I did. I'm not proud. I mean, I'm not ashamed proud. <laughs> I'm not proud of it either, but I'm not ashamed <laughs> to tell this story. So I have no, no pride, self-pride. So I went to the toilet and suddenly remembered that I'd forgotten something and I needed to go and get it. Now, You've probably been in that situation. It's hard work, isn't it? Pulling all your pants oh, up and buckling, you got a room by buckling them all up again yeah. with your belt, trying to, and then having to. So I thought, you know what? It's just there. It's just across the room. I'm high up on the second floor. So I'll just go and get it. <laughs> People can picture, right? I'm coming out of the toilet across my bedroom floor with my trousers around my knees, <laughs> kind of doing the little. Shuffle across the room, and as I'm doing that, I suddenly heard this noise, okay. and it was kind of a droning noise. Keg, yeah, it was this <laughs> exactly a little bit like that. And I thought, "What's that noise?" And I turned around, and there was a drone. <laughs> <laughs> Jared and Amy had decided to put their drone up at that point. <laughs> So which was going across the side of the building and at the pretty much the height where I was actually going across the floor with my pants around my ankles. So now we've caught Fanny on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the only YouTubers to have captured Fanny on camera. First, so. first Fanny sighting. <laughs> now the question is, Jared. Were you scarred for life or did it actually not get me? Oh, it's a question we've been wanting to know. We've been telling I this think story. I got lucky and I don't, because I, I mean, you <laughs> well, answered it, right? Shame, oh, you were watching. Shameless self-promotion. If you want to see that drone footage, go to the Amy's Crypt <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> you can just see Alison's head, so ah, we're, we're, yeah. we're all good there. We're all good. We're all good. I must have just timed it so the drone was a bit lower than what that it had That was been. our one moment to get the drone up before the sunset as well when we took it. Hilarious. We're like, haha, they're going to be asleep just listening to it go by. Wow, we just... didn't expect you to just... Be pantsless in the room. Thanks, we just gained 100 subscribers just now. (laughs) (laughs) So that was that funny tale. Now, we went into the investigation. We had tea. Everybody left. We had the whole – this is a great thing. They've 
brilliant there. They trusted us, didn't they? With the whole pub, bar and everything. It's just like, there's the bar. They just didn't mind. And we had the whole run of the place. We started doing the investigation and it started very early on, I think, because, Amy, you were trying to get a response and knocking on the bar, I think, was one of the things you were trying to do. And we got return knocks. If there is somebody here, can you make a loud noise for us, maybe like this? That was just me. Maybe you can light those balls up, like, just as I did then. Now, we didn't know it at the time. I don't think you remembered it either, did you? I didn't even know until, yeah. yeah. Until yeah. we started going through the footage, but we do actually get these return knocks. And I've only, actually recently we've had that a lot, haven't we? We've had it at we Crescent. We have, yeah. We've had return on three knocks at Crescent. Sally House, yes. we had those three knocks, I think, twice at the Sally House. Have, mm-hmm. you, have you ever had that? Just three knocks? For us, knocks and tapping noises are something that we get really, really often. And I do wonder, you know, if there are spirits around, maybe that's something that's easy for them to do for you. Like maybe it's just the easiest way to communicate. So we definitely, I I usually do that. And I'm like, can you do this for me? Or especially if it's like a sort of rhythmic thing, like three knocks in a row, rather than just, you know, once off where it, it could have been a natural noise or it could be this. But when you get something, you know, distinct back that's always more interesting Mm. but yeah very common I think yeah I've just recently that we've had it you know I had it once at the National Railway Museum as well oh did you and that was freaky because I tapped on the train three times said can you just copy this boom 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 kid you not loud as day across the other side of the Fluck Pavilion the responding sound and there's nobody else in there so it, it is possible it does seem to repeat not all the time, but yeah. And we we got a couple of strange sounds. We even got a strange EVP, didn't we? Yeah, I remember near the bar we got an EVP. And even later we were like, what could have, like if there was something there, what could have made that noise? And we were sort of looking around and we thought, oh, maybe if there was an ice machine down there. But we looked later. I think we were actually having a drink looking for ice <laughs> but there was no ice machine yeah, no. so it I don't know what could have caused that if it was something but yeah maybe it literally was a voice from memory it sounded like queens no we got thinking together yeah yes, we that got that yeah. as well we got it was like the first one was like a like that yeah really weird growly sound but then you're right it was like that faint clinking that we heard on the audio. We didn't hear it at the time. We played it back and listened back to it. And there's this really weird clinking. I think we're trying to work out what could make that sound. And the only thing we could think of was coins. It was that like when you got coins in your hand and they clink. It was a very Mm. light clink, wasn't it? I think we said the only coins that were there was that really weird mannequin on the staircase. Hasn't he got a tray with coins (laughs) in? It's true, He's a very strange (laughs) thing. He's a creepy thing, isn't he? Mm. (laughs) We need one of those. I think really the Estus was probably the most interesting. And for anybody who doesn't know what an Estus is, how would you describe it to 
So it's similar to um, a spirit box session. A spirit box just sweeps through radio stations very fast. And every now and then you might hear a snippet um, come through, whether it's from radio, a piece of voice, but you want to listen for things that are relevant and that come across multiple sweeps. So the SD session takes that into like a, a different style, I guess. So one person will listen to the, the radio through noise cancelling headphones and often close their eyes or put a blindfold on. So it's like sensory deprivation. They'll literally just call out anything that they hear come through the spirit box while others ask questions to which they cannot hear. So it is more um, interesting if you get responses through that are of relevance to what's being asked because it eliminates uh, some bias essentially. Mm. Now, if anyone does watch the essays that we did at this particular point in the the pub, it does look kind of strange because we made Jared do it. I mean, he decided to lay down on the floor, which it's is just thing. just slate. <laughs> no, <it's> but <laughs> it looks very he's odd young. It's and uncomfortable. He's but I'll let I'll let Jared talk to you why like, he likes laying down. Yeah, I like to lay down because it's I don't have to worry about balance and I can really relax and get into it. That's why I find like I get more of a trance state going if I'm completely void of any concentration whatsoever. And you said the word there that I'm interested in, trance state. Yeah. Because that is what I've been finding lately. The the best results seem people seem to trance out. I don't know if it's the white noise, you know, the 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 cycle of the just sort yeah. of getting to it, but I feel like I enter a trance state, especially if I'm laying down. Um, and when that happens, I sort of feel like tingling all over my body and I feel like I hear more things when that happens. Like mm. the words, like my, my hearing's more acute. Is that the word? I don't like, it's really like tuned in. Yeah, um, we, we, I think are the same as well. And I guess that's an additional theory with the SDs is it is a sensory deprivation. It can put you into a trance state because you've got the rhythmic repetitive noise the white noise in your ears you're not looking at anything so if you can really get into a zone where you're comfortable hence why we try to lay down or at least sit very comfortably when we do it um, and you can really put all of your like concentration towards just the noise you do enter a trance state and you know Jared's uh, mentioned before he feels like the room is spinning almost as if he's had a few drinks I sometimes feel like I'll I'll be dropping um but yeah, we find when you do enter the trance state is where the the conversation sort of flows better yeah. and, and you get more relevant responses. It doesn't happen and straight away. I, sometimes no. I even think it's like you go past and beyond that point where you're listening to the radio snippets and relaying them and it's maybe just more of a lucid, fluid conversation. It, it's Yeah, we recently had a, just to get into that subject, recently had a guest that for 45 minutes gave us a full-on conversation on Estes. Blew my mind. I actually thought she was... I actually thought she must be able to hear because it was so correct answers every time and to the point where I snuck up behind her, touched her on the shoulder and grabbed the ghost box off her really quickly because and had to listen. She couldn't have heard. But she also didn't move. One thing Cag pointed out, she didn't move for 45 no. minutes. She, she was at a, an, e, an yeah. angle like that. She had her legs crossed, her mm. ankles crossed. Nobody sits for 45 minutes without twitching like that. And it was almost like she tranced out. And I'm thinking now that the be, the one the people who have the better sessions are the people who are trancing. Mm. And it's just putting them into a different state of listening and 
I guess they can communicate a lot easier. Maybe. The only thing I find sometimes is when I'm in that trance state, as soon as something does come through, because I'm having to talk to relay, it brings me out of it a little bit. And yeah. It takes me another 30 seconds to get back into to get it. Back like, in. yeah. 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 So I can normally tell if Jared's in it because he'll start being like, hello, like trying to speak very soft and like easily mm. yeah. rather than hello, because that means he's like, yeah, he's trying to stay in it. Trying to stay in it. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you went into a trance in your most recent episode at one of my favorite places, Jedburgh. Yeah, you that went really. really you that went was, really Amy was weird in that one. Amy was Honestly, yeah. like I was literally drools coming out of my mouth, <laughs> which is gross. But yeah. I could tell I was very like tranced and relaxed. I don't really remember really that session, and a lot of the things that we film, you know, we filmed months ago before we actually edit it and. You know, usually after Jared and I will try to fill each other in, but sometimes you forget or you don't fill in gaps. And when I edited that particular one back, I was like, holy crap, that is really, like, it was scary. Like, I got, you know, when you see something that's really terrifying and you get, like, the chills? I was getting chills editing my own video, like, what I was saying Mm. and what was going on. Just so weird. So We definitely always, yeah, lay down and try to aim to be as comfortable as we can to try and induce the trance. You don't always get there, but... If you were laying down, you wouldn't have drooled. So there's another benefit. I might have choked on my slime. I'm sorry, Amy will no longer be making episodes because she choked on her own drool. Death <laughs> by Estes. How embarrassing! How embarrassing oh, would that be on your? Oh, God. Uh, Can you imagine that on your death certificate? Mm. It, it would be fitting to my life, though. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. She died doing something she loved. Yeah. <laughs> so when Jared was on the headphones, lying in his comfortable position on the floor that we would on never... On the very hard slate. On the very hard slate that we would never, ever no. get into, but, hey, he's young. We're not. No. <laughs> I think a couple of... In- I mean, we had a lot of responses. The episode is up. Go and have a look at them. But a couple other things. I think at one point we said, what year is it? And Jared came out with a really interesting answer and an interesting way of saying it. And I don't know if you can remember what you said, even. We were too tranced out. Well, yeah, because you've got to remember, I, uh, I uh, obviously I can't hear what they're asking, but I have seen the episode. Yeah. And I think I said something like... Uh, Years it's been, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, years it's been. Years it's been, and that's such an old, yeah, expression, isn't it? It's like the way they probably would have talked back there. Years it's been, mm. like one of the farmers, one of the yokels. Ah, years it's been. Why are you even here? No, we're here to talk to you. Uh, Samantha would like to know what year it is for you. Years it's been. So you don't know what year it is then? We lost track of what year it is. Interesting then you ask you for a year, he comes out with years of... What is it? Years of being? Yeah. But it also, it also seemed to indicate that maybe they don't know years. Years it's been, it's just been years. Yeah. Can't give you a year. On how long we've been Lost here, time. because yeah. there is no such thing as years and time. Maybe, don't know. And I find this a lot. It, they they don't always give that time frame. So, and um, but the one that really interests me 
is we were doing this and we were asking, is it a, is it a staff member? Did you used to work here? Is it a staff member? And almost immediately, Jared went, yes. And then he started to go beer up like that and poor and devil and fallen, imminent, and all this stuff came out. So do you used to work in here? Behind the bar? Or are we talking to a staff member? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Were you the one making noises behind the bar before? Maybe you've been trying to get our attention. Beer up again. Beer up. Not beer. Beer. Pop shop. No more beer for you. Yeah. Devils. Oh. Do you think we're devils? Are you going towards that cup? Fallen. Eminent. Devils are fallen angel, right? Is that right? Well, or the was, devil. Yeah, the, the devil. Is the big one, but... Oh yeah, the cup is out of beer. You're right, Rosemary. Oh, oh maybe that is. Yeah. The devil's cup. Just clicking. And then we remembered, didn't we, about a certain cup? And Amy, you would know about this cup. Yeah, the devil's cup. It's a, I guess a. A legend that's pretty prevalent in that area and it's something that I had always known about the Skiridians so there's this cup on the the mantle near the fireplace in the pub little silver cup and they call it the devil's cup and part of the I guess the legends around it is every night you pour a bit of drink into it to sort of ward off the devil to keep anything bad at bay anything evil negative away and it's funny because we stayed the night before Cag and Allison uh, sort of arrived and I picked up the devil's cup to show it in my video and it was empty. Four years previously when we had been, they were still filling the cup because there was definitely liquid in it. So I was like, oh, they must have just stopped doing this traditional thing. They've still got the cup here, but they don't fill it. Right. So it was kind of interesting to be like, oh, do they want the devil's cup filled? Is that something that they should still be doing? Is this the superstition of a staff member who used to work here perhaps, you know. And I guess if they'd done it for years and years and years of staff and if there is still a staff member there and if they've taken their belief system across with them, maybe they've still got that belief mm. and maybe it's worrying them that this cup is not being filled and it's just it kept giving warnings as well that it just seemed very concerned about this cup. So it might not be like when I was saying devil, it might not have been that the devil's coming through. It might no. just be a concerned staff member. Devil's mm. cup. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of like a weird barkeep superstition or something. Yeah. Mm. We got it upstairs as well. We got, to, if I remember rightly, cup, devil, and it, it came up again when we went upstairs. There seemed to be this big concern about the cup. Now, whether the devil ever does come because you don't fill it up, it doesn't matter if they believe it does. 
We didn't actually put anything mm. in the cup because it's not our cup. Exactly. But I think we, we did have a word. Out. We did have a word to the the barkeep on the way out to say, "Hey, maybe uh, maybe you should start." Yes. Doing yeah, because obviously we spoke to them before they left, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, how did you go?" And we said, "Hey, how long have you not filled the cup for?" And they're like, "Oh, it's been a few years now." I'm like, "Oh, maybe I think someone wants it filled, <laughs> so maybe start doing that again." <laughs> maybe during maybe during COVID when I've closed, I'm like, you know what, maybe, let's just leave yeah. the cup because it's going to get too mingy if we. Yeah. 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 It'd be interesting if we do go back to see if they are filling it again. <laughs> the staircase was also interesting. I think, Amy, you were on the stairs. We'd put a music box down the hallway, downstairs, and you were asking for whatever it was to come to walk towards you, and almost immediately the music box went off. But didn't you see a figure down there or a shadow down there earlier when you were doing your investigation? So we... I had been told that that's an area where uh, the staff member that we spoke to has seen a figure and multiple people have seen like a shadow figure walking down there. They've heard the footsteps as well. We didn't see anything, but we heard something. So we um, were staying overnight alone in the pub and we heard someone walk through and sort of close the door footsteps. And we thought, oh, I thought that every like, the staff had gone for the night. So we went down and there was no one there. And it, the noise was definitely that same hallway. So it was pretty interesting the music box went off as soon as we asked for that specific thing right there because it didn't go off all night other than that really mm. did it. So it was, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it did stop after that. So it's not that it was glitching or anything. So we then went on to do the staircase and it was the star of the show was actually Ghost Tube, which yeah. is... Hey, you're you're making. Now, for those who question Ghost Tube and being an app, very in a nutshell, how would you describe, how does it work? So the main sensor that Ghost Tube's using is a magnetometer. I actually found out recently, I'm pronouncing that wrong, by the way, it's magnetometer. (laughs) (laughs) The Americans are correct with us on that. So magnetometer. And essentially, that's a compass. So it's used by apps like Google Maps to navigate and determine direction. Not all phones have them, but most of them do. Um, but doing that, you can get a base reading of magnetic north and you can use that to actually measure magnetic interference and that's what our, our app's doing. So yeah. um, it can be used alongside devices like the K2 meter or sensor-based dictionaries like the Obelus. Um, people use it um, in, in place of that as well or can use it alongside that as well. Mm. So so there's a basis behind it. Yeah. It's not the app which is great and this one was a real star of the show on the staircase well on the staircase it was yeah yeah Yeah. i think that was maybe the most relevant things that we had for the two nights that we were there at least yeah so just we were on the staircase for a few reasons one there's that story of the uh the hangman that hangs around on the staircase there's also the the holding cell that's just halfway up the staircase Mm -hmm. so that's why we were there but we actually didn't get responses relating to those stories at all we actually got responses that linked back to the Devil's Cup, but also yeah. to our um, our Fanny Price as well. Yeah. So because it actually came out with her name, her surname. Yeah. Surname, which is unusual for Ghost of because obviously name-wise we've only got, you know, a whole bunch of first names mm. in there. So Ghost of did say Price. I do remember, I do recall saying in the video her first name's not in it, in the dictionary. Mm. So maybe that was a way that she could... Mm still convey herself say hey i'm here but she was just unable to select fanny but it also said uh medicine obviously she was sick she died of tuberculosis Mm -hmm. and it also said perfume as well i think whilst i was doing the estes and one of the 
the the ghost stories to do with Fanny is people smell lavender or an old timey perfume, uh, which signifies her presence. And we were right next to Keg's room as well when she when it said perfume as well because. That's where you were sleeping. That's Fanny Price's room, isn't it? And she could have gone round with some perfume on, but because I've got a really bad sense of smell, you so can't I smell can't smell it either. So. <laughs> Sorry, so, Fanny. And it also went straight back. Even Ghost Tube took it back to the cup. Yeah, it said cup, which is a bit of a random word, but given that we were just hanging around downstairs talking about the cup and all that stuff coming through the Estes, we thought it was pretty cool. And it said devil, devil. after it. Mm. so yeah. cup and then there's a little bit devil, of chatter yeah. and then devil. devil so that was yeah. interesting so it's really that was the theme of the night for us on the that devil's one. cup yeah. devil's cup and of course then we couldn't not go into fanny's room no. so we had to go and see if we could commune with fanny so that's what these things like we found as well that sometimes some of the best investigations just follow where the evidence leads yeah you. like we went to um a cottage in western australia and we got the word clock come through or something came to do with this grandfather clock that was in the living room everything that came through was about the clock and the clock isn't even haunted and yeah. the clock's or not in even, a haunted room and it's not even original to that building mm. but we did find out later that that clock had traveled all over the world so sometimes you don't expect something like the cup mm. to be the focus of your investigation yeah so and oh, for cool. so many different bits of equipment and estus and to be focusing on devil cup devil cup beer and stuff it's just yeah a little bit unusual and then we followed it sort of upstairs and then that, and then that's where we found ourselves near Fanny's yeah. room so that was obviously the next place we that made sense to yeah. investigate and so in we went we did we collapsed onto a sofa in the only way two two middle-aged ladies can exactly while the young people stood around being mm-hmm. all young <laughs> we kept giving them things amy can you just go and put that on the cupboard we can't get out the chair. <laughs> give it to the young person we can't get out but we were already asking for Fanny. We'd put balls on the bed and on the bedside table. And we're asking for Fanny. And you were actually saying, Cag, if Fanny's here, can you try and light one of the balls up on the bed? Boom. We actually got it on request. And then it never, that one never went off no. again. So, which was really interesting start. Now, you did get hiccups as well. Yeah. Which I did think was funny. No, because no, once I get hiccups, they just don't tend to go. And we did ask Fanny to try and scare them out of you. Yeah, but she, she didn't. didn't. No, no, she didn't make herself useful there. She was too busy lighting balls up on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that one came out wrong again. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, the children! The children are misbehaving again. <laughs> well, Amy and Jared are there, being the height of professional. So we started to do the esters, and I'd already plugged the headphones in. But you know, when before it goes on somebody's head, you can hear how loud it is. Yeah. And I turned the ghost box on, and I, in fact, you you said the same thing, didn't you, Amy? We we heard. I'm sure we heard the word Fanny come out of it. Yeah. It really sounded like Fanny, and I was like, "That just said Fanny," and you're like, did that say Fanny? Yeah, like, like, did everyone hear Fanny? Everybody hear that? But yeah, unfortunately, it was plugged in through the headphones, so and it wasn't on. It wasn't like on anybody's that. head, but yeah. you can hear it. You can hear it. It's on the episode, so go For and sure. have a listen you to can it. Definitely hear it. Yeah. When we were there four years ago, we had an Estus. Uh, sorry, not an Estus. We were doing just a regular spirit box, and we had some really cool stuff come through. We had like full sentences come through, which is rare for the spirit box. Yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons why we always wanted to go back because it seems like it is so haunted because of the responses that we got. 
So I think from memory, I, I had asked something about how many spirits are in the inn or, or how many people are here with us right now. And the spirit box said lots and lots of them. And then my follow-up question was, oh, okay, so how many of you are in, in the inn? And straight away, very clear, it said 25. So I feel like they were our coolest responses mm. and that's mm. another reason why we wanted to go back and, you know, you do the Estes in that particular spot, in that particular room. For Jared and I, when we did the Estes the night before, it was a lot of almost like a conversation. I was asking questions, but it didn't even seem at times that I was involved. It was like a conversation between multiple people in the room through Jared, which was mm. kind of cool. Mm. But what, whatever was there, I mean, we put Amy on the Estes. And she was coming out with some cool things, but you you actually stopped at one point and asked if we were moving the bed. Mm. That might have been, um, I think I was leaning on the bed from memory yeah. and sitting and leaning on the bed. Sometimes when I do get trance, I feel like I'm maybe moving or things around mm. me are moving. So it might have been that. But what's interesting, and I hadn't sort of connected these dots till just now, when Jared did the Estes the night before, did you say that you felt like the bed was moving as well? I don't actually remember, to be honest. I may have. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, is there someone on the bed with you or are you just mm. like trancing? Yeah, because you, you actually came out of it, took the headphones off. It feels like somebody's sitting on the bed and when they make those little subtle movements yeah. on the bed. So, But I think whatever was there really didn't want us there any longer well it didn't want you cag no it didn't (laughs) because amy came out with go and cag started to say well we can't didn't you because we're sleeping there well you were you were sleeping in that room so you you couldn't go anywhere and you actually asked that question go oh we can't go because we're sleeping here tonight are you okay that we're gonna No. Show? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just got told. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, are you okay? Yeah. Are week? you okay with us? And that's about as far as you got. Yeah. Before Amy spat out, no. Oh, no that's a bit rude. <laughs> and then it came out with the word, and this is where the child. We we really are big. Just remember, we were tired. We were extremely tired. This was. I think this is getting on for our eighth, no, seventh investigation of the remember, trip. But we so were we, were, we were like overtired children. Of course, Amy came out very strongly with the word, you come, like that, or you come. And, of course, <laughs> with the name and everything else, you and I lost it. And we poor did. Jared, poor Jared had to pick up the pieces because here's the ultimate professional here. Yeah. All right. So here's us acting like children when we should be the responsible adults. Mm -hmm. Jared trying to pull it back to being professional. And he went into this serious question. And then Amy told him to shut up. So I'm going to be sure. You come. (laughs) (laughs) Narcissist. What? Still one. Okay. You're still one. No. How many people are in the room with us right now? Can you tell us that? Shut up. Oh. Oh, now it's starting. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> shut up <laughs> it's like so that was hilarious yeah but at the end of the day it was leaving and stuff like that most of it was leave and kind of i think whatever was there had, had enough yeah. so we kind of respected that but with it i think what made me laugh it was saying things like um clothing or clothes oh, no it what would it come out with they're all, oh, wearing. They're all wearing amy came yeah. out with after that i am um, you come stuff like that it came out with they're all wearing and then it it finished mid-sentence and i'm like going what clothes <laughs> it's like and I think with you and me we're so different because we kind of have that under reaction don't we it's like when it yeah, said no, like, no okay. to us your action was oh, yeah, okay. all right then <laughs> whereas it's just this total under reaction to it it's at least you know that if anything happens and we start to freak out it's kind of you know general. a general were, getting tense maybe, maybe they weren't referring to the uh Fanny drone incident hours earlier. <laughs> oh, could have been. Like, oh, they're actually oh. wearing clothes now. They're, they're, she's finally got dressed and yeah. kind of looking appropriate. And it did say that because I said, well, is it because of the trousers? Because women wouldn't wear trousers. And it responded that we were cute in those clothes. So there you go. Mm, cute. Cute. Oh. It actually, you actually came out with on the Estes. Cute. You're cute. Or they're cute. So, and with that, Cag, we say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And with that, we decided to call it a night. Well, I tell what Amy said, the last thing she said was leave. Yeah. So, I mean, Amy had to go to the whole session, really. <laughs> yeah. So, while she was on the <laughs> But you know what? We didn't take much encouragement to leave. It's just no, like, oh, look, it said leave. Maybe we should go to bed then. Yeah. But instead, we went to our room. I had a little drinky poo. And had a little drinky poo, and there was one last story. One last. the incident that we don't discuss? Yeah. I don't Mm. think that was the last we saw of Fanny. There was something (laughs) else. (laughs) (laughs) And here's, it's all my embarrassment, by the way, these stories, but we'll, we'll leave you with one last tale. Again, we were sitting... I was sitting on the sofa with Cag. And, you were in your room, weren't we? Yeah, we were in, in the room. big room. And we were kind of having that wind down at the end of an investigation, as you do. And again, again, I suddenly remembered I needed something from across the room and out the suitcase. Now, I got up, walked past Amy and Jared. And at the time, I'd also, while we were away, had done my knee in. So it was an extreme agony in my knee. And I put my foot down wrong. And so it jarred the knee. Now, you've got two choices. You either protect the knee and let go of everything else (laughs) because that's what you're focusing on. Or you collapse because your knee's given out, but you've protected everything else. So the knee won because I didn't want to go down. But unfortunately, what that meant is I might have released a little bit of wind. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Sound like the migrating (laughs) bottle of geese. (laughs) From what I remember. And Jared's Jared's response to that was, "Was that a duck?" I just, which 
unfortunately made me lose it and laugh louder. And, of course, when you laugh louder, <laughs> it's like coughing, isn't it, Cag? Yes. You can't – at our age, at our age, you can't control everything. <laughs> so the duck quacked again. <laughs> And Jared's response, was that another duck? <laughs> so at this point, we were absolutely, I mean, we had tears streaming we down did. our face. You were just killing yourself laughing, mm -hmm. tears streaming down your face, and then you stopped. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually can't remember what happened. Craig had a little truthful. moment. I did have Craig a moment. had a big Craig, moment. Yeah. She had an out-of-body experience, it seemed like. Her Ooh. soul left her body. <laughs> she would just, she just was laughing one second, set up, blank. It was like nobody was home. It was just one minute laughing, bang, gone, blank, just staring. I think the three of us all knew something was like, we're like, um... It's actually, you know, it's really kind of interesting from a social dynamic, but also if you consider, I'm not saying this was a paranormal incident, but you know when you go into a building and it doesn't feel right and you describe and you're like, there's an atmosphere here that feels strange or different. So we went from like hysterically laughing, like this is the funniest thing that's ever happened <laughs> to two seconds later, we all stopped and we all knew that something was wrong with our friend. Like, oh shit this is serious it was just like this silent it's like cag yeah cag you're cag <laughs> it's just like and then she kind of came to and looked at us and what's wrong for the people watching the video version of this it was something like this like laughing ha 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 and then it was like it was it i was... thought cag was possessed i'm just gonna put I it think out. We, i was like i cag? think we all like, were is that funny five seconds later, you're like sorry everyone yeah, Cag just what are we like, doing? Yeah. was like, oh, I thought for the sorry same. about that. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, um, do you know that you were unconscious for a second? For about five seconds? Yeah. I honestly thought I'd fell asleep and I thought, oh my gosh, how rude is that? Because I've got all these people. But you were mid-laughter. There's no way yeah, that was No, it was just blank. Yeah. You kind of rocked forward. I can and remember. sat up really straight I and was just blank. Yeah. I can remember laughing that much that, you know, when you've got your eyes closed, but you can see all these bright colours and you're laughing. I'm thinking, oh, this is not going to end well. And then that, that was it. And that's, next thing yeah. I remember is waking up and you guys got asking me if it's okay. And I'm like, of course I'm okay. I just fell asleep. <laughs> but only a few seconds had passed. So it was like instant laughing to nothing. Yeah. Mm. It was really so. weird. And you haven't had it since. Because I was a bit no. nervous. I thought, okay, well, we travel all over the place, all over America. She was driving in America. I thought, oh, don't make her laugh. Because <laughs> if she laughs and she does that behind the wheel, we're all dead. Yeah. But you've never, you've never had it. We've done that laughing and you've never had that since. No. Never I, had I it blame since. Fanny. It was almost, do you Fanny. know, I thank Fanny because so wrong. <laughs> I do thank Fanny because if that was Fanny, she helped me because she misdirected, redirected our attention to what I'd just done in front of these lovely people here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to us completely forgetting about the duck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. Maybe it ended with Fanny tanking over keg. Who Maybe. knows? Who knows? 
the paranormal is a mysterious thing. It is. So, well, I just want to thank Amy and Jared for coming in today and spending some time with us. So hopefully you'll come back and chat about another investigation that we've done together. So we'll And also for doing the filming too. and stuff while we're there as yeah. well. And for Jared for being so bossy and telling us to get ourselves organised. He was great, he wasn't was he? was so much fun. He was like, <laughs> where's your plan? Where's your plan? What plan? No, we don't have a plan. We don't have a plan. We just go in there with a the camera and okay, like do... okay, going live. Five minutes. Five minutes. He'd walk past, wouldn't he? Head down, walk past. Five minutes. Three minutes. Two minutes to live. <laughs> they got this well organized, so that was good. All right, we're gonna leave you. Have a have a wonderful Christmas. Stay safe if you're listening to this before Christmas, and we'll see you again closer to the new year. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Christmas. Bye.